Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Megatron. Megatron, help me, Megatron. Megatron, you're my only hope. I have an idea for all things Transformers. Hi, this is Dan Gilbazan, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. This is Optimus Prime, and you're listening to all things Transformers. Hello and welcome to All Things Transformers. I'm your host, Steve Megatron, and joining me in this adventure is TFG1 Mike. Hello. Hello. Yes, I I tried my best to do a voiceover today, folks, and uh, how'd I do, Steve? <laughs> you sound like you were trying to, you know, destroy your throat, but... So... I wanted to convey to Steve off-air, folks, that I had an idea for all things Transformers, and it's worse now, but, like, literally, when I did that, I was squeezing my throat to get that voice to be the way it was. <laughs> That's all right. It gets oh. difficult sometimes to uh, to do those voices. Yes. Well, I'm, you know, like, I can't mimic anybody but I can try to sound like this, y'all. You know, I, I can put some y'alls in there and have a have a piece of grass hanging out the side of my mouth. I guess I don't know. We're here to talk Transformers, and uh, <laughs> apparently we missed this the last time, and I didn't even bring it up this time because I couldn't find it. But apparently, some somebody somewhere banned a book from Transformers. I heard about this through the Transmissions podcast, guys. They banned a book? Yes. How does that work? Not them. They didn't do it. No, I know. I'm just saying who banned it? China or like it. Oh, no, no. I know what it is now. I remember. They they said it on the train. A school system in Texas banned an issue of the Revenge of the Fallen film adaptation comic book. (laughs) And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because, number one, we need books, folks. Yes, I understand paper comes from trees and all that and everything else, but, like, we need books. And if you're going to ban... If you're a school system that finds something wrong with a comic book that is was released over five years ago that really no one ever paid it. Like, I don't even remember taking any advantage of reading the live action film adaptation comic books for Transformers. <laughs> the only reason why I bring this up is because the next guest on Origins is 
a guy named Scott, but he goes by Dr. Pants, and I ask him why that is in that episode. But he's a huge Beast Wars fan, like you are and like I am. And they were reviewing the Beast Wars annual comic book from IDW in this episode. So at the end of the segment of talking about the news thing, Daryl... I love you, Daryl, man. You, you, you're, you're just on brand here, dude. The the ridiculousness of this is is astounding. I don't, I can't wrap my brain around it. There are, are are much worse things happening in the world than than banning these these books, any books, you know. So anyway, that's all I want to say on that, and we're gonna we're gonna move on to uh, our review this week. Uh, speaking of a book that should be banned. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. You uh, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, I did not enjoy that issue as much as I thought. Okay, so we will be reviewing the annual at some point, I believe in June. Uh, actually, June is probably the only time we're only going to have two episodes. But anyway, yeah, the annual is three stories that essentially don't tie into the overall series. They kind of do. Certain events take place between issues 15 and 16, but they really don't have any overall addition to the 17-issue run Beast Wars got. So tonight, we have plenty of Transformers news stories for you fine listeners, and we're going to start with, very briefly... Because I don't want to, after I read the article, I'm like, I don't want to spend half as much time on this as I thought I was going to. Hasbro publishes Transformers franchise statements via 2021 annual report. And it's basically regarding Transformers. The toy company highlights the five-year agreement with Paramount Pictures, which includes Transformers live-action movies, although the agreement was signed back in 2017. Rise of the Beasts will still fall under the same deal due to its original 2022 release date. Hasbro states that the upcoming Dungeons & Dragons movie is under a separate deal, not affiliated with the aforementioned agreement, for five years. So they go through various things, and they've quoted, because we're getting our news from TFW2005.com, they've quoted various things from this thing, and I'm like, okay, they mention... Rise of the Beasts, they mention War for Cybertron Kingdom, they mention this, they mention that. I see more mentions of My Little Pony in these excerpts than I do Transformers, unless unless I am mistaken. I said it was a non-news item. Yeah, I, I don't know. It More or less saying that they they have the one movie still with Paramount under the previous contract. Yeah. I actually got excited for half of a second because it says something about BotBots down below, but it only says that there is the BotBots series on Netflix. It didn't say anything about future potential seasons for BotBots. Anyway. If they if they took BotBots and they did Small Soldiers with it, yes. then I would be <laughs> for it. Have Mark Wahlberg running around. I, I, I just can't. These these my hamburger turned into a transformer. Bots. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I mean that's how he talks. Yeah. It doesn't sound exactly like him, but that's how he, he pronounces things. Yeah. So you know. Up next we have better official images of Shattered Glass Voyager Blaster. Uh with rewind, so yeah, I as much as I love Shattered Glass, Blaster is not a character that I think should have got the Shattered Glass treatment. Well, honestly, what they should have done is gave him Soundwave's paint job. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, and I will say what I think they should have done was use. Instead of like, okay, I get it. You need a, a a differing color on the tape deck because the Shattered Glass Autobot logo is purple as it's supposed to be because, hello, it's reverse of whatever. 
But you have this nice, amazing dark purple on his legs, on his feet, on his speakers, on his hands, on his elbows. And I'm like, where's more of that color? Put more of that color in here. And his head, it looks like a toy gal. Okay, it's a blaster head. But it looks like a toy Galvatron head. Like, it. I don't know. This isn't something I, I'll be getting anyways, but... Some characters just can't stand up to the shattered glass thing, and that's okay. That was no weapon. That was harmonic bliss. A musical kiss. Whatever. Up next, we've got movie masterpiece, 13 blackout production sample images. Meh. The only reason why I'm... Okay, well, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because in one of my upcoming Transformers Origins episodes, one of my guests said that their favorite piece of music from Transformers in general was the piece of music where Bumblebee scans the concept Camaro when they're in the tunnel and Megan Fox insults him and everything else and he kicks them both out and, and Shia LaBeouf is like, oh great, you insulted him. He he's he's run and he goes and he scans it. So it's that. So I started watching the 2007 movie. I didn't finish watching the 2007 movie because we have plans to cover it later this summer. But seeing Blackout in toy form, I I dig the helicopter. The robot is the robot. Yeah, I I, I I dig the helicopter. I like the helicopter. Well, I like the vehicle modes of everything from the movies. I just don't like the robots. Right, yeah. Legacy Deluxe Sandstorm Night Prowler and Buzzsaw found at U.S. Retail. Again, this is another one of those non-news stories. And I'm sorry, that toy shelf looks really, really bare. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there, but it also looks really, really bare. It's been picked over, too. Oh, absolutely it has. uh, What's funny is the local, because I was at one of the Walmarts and the Targets with the kids the other day, uh, they did have Legacy the week before. (laughs) Oh, damn. And they're gone. You can find Coronation Starscream everywhere. Surprisingly, the, the red... Uh, Ult- Ultra Magnus and forget what his name is. Red Car Transformers Prime. This is going to be juicy. Oh, knockout. Yeah, those are completely gone everywhere. You can find like the primal, you can find the transitioning uh, Megatron to Galvatron, you can find Bumblebee, you can find RC. And then as far as the, uh, I see a ton of sweeps and Retgar everywhere. <laughs> And then it's pretty much like the the core class Shockwave and Ravage. Right. And then things from either Cyberverse or Kingdom, or if you're at Target, it's the buzzworthy Bumblebee stuff with like Bumblebee, Blue Streak, and Cup. Interesting. Yeah, they, they don't have any of the... They don't have any Megatrons or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to be... I'm sure Megatron is going to make an appearance in this podcast because uh, he has to defend... He's not defending that. No, no, no. Not defending that. He has to play in defense of that because he has to go against it because that... the sto- One of the stories later, folks, oh my god, like... What in the hell is that? Why'd they do that? All right. Up next, Like Toys. Like Toys is the name of the company, folks. I'm not saying I like toys, even though I do. They're doing a G1 Metroplex, and we have color renders from TFW. Apparently, this thing is going to be 48 inches tall. Okay. I kind of dig it. It's okay. It's not bad. It's like the the figurines from Jada Toys, I think. I don't think this thing transforms. No, it does. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. Well, they don't they don't show it in the pictures being transformed. They just show the color photos of well, it in robot mode. It says uh according to the information shared, this will be a fully transformable mold with some light up. Okay. Some lights and movable jaw and extra rib piece to have both cartoon and toy design. 
and it's as tall as my kid. <laughs> 48 inches is four foot. Well, there you go. You can, and, you know, have, which a, means have a third kid without having a third kid. Yeah, which means that you're, yeah, I would be divorced too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it would be cool in, this, in the aspect that you could use them as an actual Autobot base for your kingdom figures. Right. Yeah. And, or, or siege or earth, earth rise or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just can't get behind the ones that are over a foot tall. Did you almost throw up in your mouth when you said earth rise? No. Okay. Well, I, I was almost burping, but, but yeah, we can go with, we can go with, I was about to throw up. It was the worst of the three. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I said, I I like the way this looks. I think it is really cool. But, I I don't know. Especially no concrete information about price or release date is available. Mm, Decepticon intruder in my brain. Let's go. Decepticon intruder removes my eyes. The giant awakes. All right. Well, up next, we have the only Beast Wars news I could find that wasn't more than a month old. And that is the fact that apparently, first of all, Loot Crate is still a thing. I can't even believe that. Secondly, they are releasing a Beast Wars Megatron figurine and we have in-hand images. I can't fathom why they would do this to themselves. Like, this is the ugliest. Don't sugarcoat it. It is the ugliest transforming monument. And it is terrible. In fact, if you put it side by side with the kingdom figure, Hasbro at least did it right. Like... The, I, I, the only saving grace for this piece of garbage that Loot Crate put together, which is so disproportionate that I don't know how it made it past. Like, the dinosaur head looks like a dog trying to barf up its meal. And the the limbs are so utterly narrow. It's like we have toothpaste, you know, toothpick Megatron with, oh, I've got big bulky chest and big bulky feet and arms you know, hands and a little bitty head. Uh, the only saving thing on this entire figure is the head. And even it's not very good. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why people still pay for these because like loot crate literally is garbage. Like there's nothing of value in those stupid boxes and they charge you insane amounts. Plus you get to pay shipping and all that. Right. It's like, if I wanted a Megatron that was good, yeah, like they show in the side-by-side picture with the Loot Crate one or the Kingdom figure, which it's night and day difference, whether you like the modernization to the dinosaur mode or not. It's universally different. It's, it's so far removed from what it should be. And I get it. It's Loot Crate. It's a little, it's supposed to be this little figurine, but look here, folks. If Jada Toys ever did this, I would absolutely, like, I'd buy us both a set. So, as I mentioned, Jada Toys, they released that 18-pack set or whatever it was of the G1 die-cast figurines. They did a better job on G1 for just over $30 for 18 figures than this one little, like... Seriously, I would love a Jada Toys die-cast Beast Wars figurine set with all the characters that they can possibly imagine to put in there. This thing, like, the best thing about this, and I'm using best very loosely, and I have air quotes around my headphones right now. The best thing about this is the box art. The box art is a better-looking figure, than what you're actually the boxer is a ripoff of the 95 or 96 figure. Oh my god, is it really? <laughs> it is the art. Oh my god. And if it's not from that, which I believe yeah. it is, 
<laughs> it's from the card game. Oh my god! <laughs> that I know for a fact. So, yeah. It, for ages 15 and up, it's an adult collectible, not a toy. Are you kidding me? This looks like something I would buy at the dollar store. It looks like one of those fake things. Like, literally. It you looks know, like oh, a knockoff you'd buy at the dollar store. Yeah, Heck, yeah. the knockoffs are even better. Uh, somebody put uh, somebody put on there uh, meth, not even once. <laughs> uh, it says the box's head doesn't even match the figure's head. And what is he shooting at? It's like... Uh, Megatron, you haven't been the same since they removed your namesake spark from yours or from yours. <laughs> uh, you know, yep. I don't know. People are just, yeah. Somebody was like, uh, uh, and they were like, at least he's proportioned correctly and not uh, promoting toxic masculinity with his huge builds and thick arms and legs. <laughs> and somebody was like, just shut up. <laughs> and somebody's like, oh, burn it, burn it with fire. Yes. Uh, I, I'd like that one the best. Burn it, burn it with fire. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's somebody else says, reminds me of those bendy Marvel figures, except that those are actually posable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Now there there is something decent. I mean the, the Transformers Tuesday official reveals of the legacy Red Cog, Buzzworthy, Dinobot, and Pterosaur, and then uh, you know the yep. blackout we already talked about. Uh, yeah, it's funny because the legacy Red Cog people are like, he's a weaponizer figure that fe- you know features a bunch of weapons, and they're like, all I want him for is the weapons. Yeah, they're like, I don't care about the figure, and yeah. The Dinobot one looks, somebody looks, uh, made the uh, comparison that the uh, Buzzworthy Bumblebee dino, heroic Dinobot here looked like uh, a raw piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah. Just based on the colors. And it looks like the original toy based on the colors and the palette there. Yeah. Uh, and it's hope that it doesn't biodegrade with its its gold plastic that they used and uh, and then there's of course Pterosaur which has the original toy aesthetic yep so it it doesn't look that bad though I mean if you missed out on the other one this is this is the way to go yep speaking of original toy aesthetic the Cyclonus G1 toy colors pre-orders apparently are live and I've seen other people talk about this, and I've seen the images of this. Is it the thing. one with the, his target master? Yep. Yep. That one actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks really it good, makes actually. The, the original Studio Series release look kind of bad. No, I don't think so. It, it, it's mean, a different aesthetic, but it, honest, I honestly like that aesthetic better for Cyclonus. Eh, it is what it is. I mean... Yeah, I I like the darker purple, but I could do without the blue, but I understand why the blue is there because again, they're homaging the original generation 1 toy. And I like that they're doing this though. I like that we have sort of an animated version of figures and we have a toy accurate color version of figures that are over almost over 40 years old now. Well, what's funny about it is it's the Hasbro model. Never let a good mold go to waste. That's true. You've gotten two of, of Scourge. We've gotten four or five of Galvatron at this point. We've gotten five or six of of the the Megatron. We've gotten like four of Prime. Yep. And I we've mean, got at least now three of Cyclonus because I think he was in his... The original Studio Series 86 one was from the movie... And then there was the orange repaint, and then there's this one. I mean, we've got four of terrors, or of uh, we've got two of Terrorsaur, we've got three of Dinobot, we've got uh, like four or five of Cheetor. Yeah, we've got we've got two of Tigatron, we've got uh, two of Waspinator. Yeah, I mean, 
they're just milking it. Like every one of them, they're at least getting a second mold out of. And I don't mind that. I don't mind it either. I mean, some of them, they give them different heads, like the, the, the Megatron that became the Jurassic park figure or black arachnia for her spotted edition or, uh, Tigertron. Like they just changed the heads, which isn't a big deal. Even, uh, G2 Megatron has a slightly different head from, the and even to that matter, the combat Megatron has a different head than the other ones, like from Siege Earthrise. Yeah, and then there's the screen to toy with Studio Series SS89 Thundercracker from the Bumblebee movie. I'm still not a movie fan, toy fan, but. This looks really good. It they they got more of the aesthetics correct. Yeah. And the colors and they at least look like an homage to the original. They aren't right. They aren't trying to be the original, but they at least look in the neighborhood. Whereas yeah. I felt the stuff before the Bumblebee movie didn't look even remarkably close to where you could look at them and go, "Oh yeah, that's Megatron or that's Starscream or that's Yeah. you know, there was no way to decipher it whereas like with the Bumblebee movie, all of them you can tell who they are even if they're different aesthetically. Yeah. Yeah, this does look really really cool. And then we have they just announced this today as we're recording this on May 9th. Amazon exclusive Transformers Legacy Wreck and Rule Collection Comic Universe Impactor and Spindle Revealed. Now, again, I've seen several people talk about the Impactor thing where apparently that's the second time they've done an Impactor toy. I don't know. It's okay. I don't know. I'm, it looks okay. Honestly, if I hadn't have... Uh, used Galvatron for my custom Megatron. The chest already kind of has the windows on it. Yep. And some of it aesthetically looks similar, but again, the legs don't. But I, yeah. I don't know. I I was always kind of slightly tempted of it for like a, a custom purposes. Right. But not enough to actually want it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's an interesting figure. I don't I don't have any love or hate for it either way. I just it, it looks interesting. That's all. Um, as far as the the fossilizer. I've always hated those since they brought that gimmick out. So I just, uh, those don't resonate with me whatsoever. Yep. So apparently the wreck and roll collection will include five exciting packs featuring some of the most celebrated wreckers throughout transformers of the multiverse, each sold separately subject to availability includes two figures, four accessories and instructions. We have uh, wreck and roll under clash. Yeah. Which is a Machine Wars Optimus Prime. Yep. Yeah, I'm like I'm liking the uh, Assemble the Hammer. Each Wreck and Rule collection pack includes with well, this piece of the Wrecker's head. That, that's cool. I, I like when they do that, but obviously the the um crap, I can't talk tonight. It's a, it's like a build a figure. You have to catch them all to be able to, to get the accessory fully realized. Which, which I get that. That's kind of cool. I, I don't persis, I don't personally get involved with that. But one I did wish that I did was back when we had the tenth anniversary of Beast Wars, and they were giving out pieces of Transmutate. That just sounds wrong. Like, I understand why they were doing it, but it just sounds wrong. I mean, she, wrong. she exploded real good in the episode, so. Oh, poor Transmutate. <laughs> yeah, she can but never. The, the closest you're going to get to it, though, is is the Transart Toys one, and that's Masterpiece yep. Scale. And I don't know if I need one that doesn't transform. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about the character whatsoever, but. Right, the completionists yeah. out there, I can see why. Yeah. It did have to get Ravage. <laughs> Ravage is cool. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> Any other news items you want to bring up? Because I only have one other thing. 
to the 38. It's, I was going to say, yes, today or May 8th, 2022, marked the 38th anniversary of the Marvel Comics. And we will, after the summer blockbuster, we will be getting back to our G1 Marvel US reviews here on all things Transformers and only on and inside the pull bag as well. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, yeah. 38th anniversary since the comic released. Wow. And the funny thing is, is I didn't realize this anniversary was coming. And then this past weekend, Chris McFeely released another episode of his show, the Transformers, the basics. And it was all about the, it was all about the Marvel comics. And I was like, Oh, that's convenient. (laughs) Yeah. I love the, I love the Marvel, uh, run having, having, uh, read it as a kid, actually it was, it was out of print by the time I started collecting them. But because uh, it was like mid '90s when I started collecting comics, really, right? And uh, the first ones I got, uh, oddly enough, were from the quarter bin <laughs> at the comic shop because my stepdad would go get like Star Wars and X Men and you know Spider Man and various things like that, and I would collect Spider Man for a bit there, and uh, I, I, I also collected Star Trek and Batman and the animated series and GI Joe and stuff like that. So I I started collecting transformers comics with generation two because that's what was coming out around that time. Yep. I could never find them though, (laughs) which was the problem. (laughs) And so when we went to the comic shop, I would buy these 25 cent. uh, Basically it's the junk bin. You get, you know, five for a buck if you can find what you're looking for, but you have to dig through like (laughs) probably about 500 comics, you know, that are in this quarter bin area that you have to cycle through. And of course I went through it meticulously and I ended up with out of the 80 issues, there were certain issues I could never get my hands on just because they were difficult to find, but there were certain issues. I think I had, 64 of the 80 issues. And I think I had the first like 50, 58 issues and it was kind of sporadic through the, throughout the end. And it was actually there weren't, were there 80 issues or was there 78? Uh, It was 78, wasn't it? I could be wrong. Let me, let me pull it up. So, I yeah, hang on. I'm going to edit all of this because I I've been trying to be on mute while you're talking, but I'm going to edit all of this. Hold on. Where is where did I put Transformers? Damn it. 80 issues. Okay. I just looked it so, up. So yeah. All right. So just do a confirmation and I'll edit around it. So yeah. So, so yeah, there was 80 issues, and I I was missing issue 79 and 80. I had like 76, 77, 78. So I was missing 75, which was like a mega issue where prime like shoves the creation matrix down uh, Unicron's throat. Right. <laughs> and I was missing like, I, I think 74 as well. And then I had like some, some sporadic ones. I, I at least was like, I was pretty close to having the entire collection. And then I decided at one point that I needed to buy gas and pay for tires for my vehicle. So I sold them and <laughs> something that kind of ate at me for a while. I still have, I think my brother gave me some more and I still have them in my cabinet, but I have, I've had them all digitally for years because I bought them from uh, Decepticonmatrix.com back when that was a thing. Right. And the guy had somehow gotten all of the Marvel and UK Marvel comics of Transformers and then generation two as well. And then I compiled those with my other collections. 
of of the digital versions and uh so yeah i was i collected those i had g2 i was missing like three of the comics on that one which kind of killed me that i never actually completed it but i had the uh the metallic first issue of g2 which was spectacular i i don't know i've i've always resonated with g2 like the aesthetic and the the comics and the toys more than i did g1 but i think it's because yeah. it kind of ironed some of the details out uh since then but I, i've always been that that weird hybrid of g1 g2 beast wars and the machine wars which is basically just recycled european or g2 figures and so yeah i I'm looking forward to covering these these comics again because I haven't looked at most of them in a very, very long time. Yeah. And then after I got it done with those, I got like Dreamwave. And then after Dreamwave fizzled out, I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. I, I don't know. IDW seems to be a... It depends on what you latch on to for it. Like I've said before in, on this show and on the pull bag, when our good buddy Ender told me about Shadowplay and Empurata and all that stuff that they have going on in IDW, I was like, wait, they did what to Shockwave? <laughs> and that made me want to read them. And I understand why someone may not want to read them, and that's fine. I never had anything against IDW. I just didn't find any of the stories fascinating. And honestly, I bought them for the art. Yeah, and I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of the art style, though. Coming Mm -hmm. from from G two and the original G one, which yeah, they were kind of basic to some degree. But then I got into the Dreamwave stuff, and I liked the blocky look. I liked the colorful. I liked the. I didn't like the whole machinist look that right. everything had with IDW. And so I, I collected some of the spotlights for a minute there, and I collected a couple of the starting issues when they originally started up. And yeah. then I just didn't latch on. Like, the stories just didn't pull me. The art wasn't pulling me. I just... So I, I stepped away, and then when they did some Beast Wars stuff, I bought those. And then uh, when they went back to some other... I, I tried to attempt some of the G, the G1 related stuff and then they had these various splinter series that were going on and I that's one thing I don't really like is when there's like splinter series of the same continuity because yeah. I got burned with that with DC with Batman and I was kind of done with that concept and so I stepped away on purpose because I just didn't want to deal with it yep yeah the only thing DC currently I'm reading is the Sean Gordon Murphy stuff and the new, they have a new Batman beyond mini series called Neo year, which I believe is only going to be six issues, but at least they advertise. That's the one thing in comics. I do not like, this is a new series. They don't say it's a new mini series. This is a new series for six. Issues. Some, some, well, sometimes they'll say ongoing, sometimes whatever, and then they'll change their mind midway through. But if you're just going to say, this is a new six-issue miniseries, okay, good. I don't need to get my hopes up. Like, seriously, until IDW released or until they released the news about them losing the license, I had all of the rest of this year and all of next year Transformers Beast Wars 18, 19, 20, 20. I, I had listed all the way up to like issue 25, but there won't be a Transformers Beast Wars issues 18 to 25, which sucks. But yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very like, much so. It, it's that whole thing of the advertising of it all. Like Sean Gordon Murphy, I know he's only doing a certain number of, of issues of the current third arc of his White Knight universe thing, and it's going to be an eight-issue arc. Okay, great. I know exactly what I'm in for. I don't know what I'm in for story-wise, but at least I know this is only going to be an eight-issue story, and he is going to have a starting point and an ending point. That's good. I like having that information. Oh, boy. Transformers. Yeah, we did do volume one of the IDW 
reprint of the of the classics because I have Optimus Prime's face in front of my face right now. We did that on the pull bag back in April of 2015. So we will be continuing from that point. So I believe it's issues 14 to 25 is volume two. I think I'm not looking at anything right now, so I could be wrong. So that's what it is. Anything else you would like to talk about tonight for Transformers, sir? Uh, no. I mean, other than I, I managed to find somebody to do a trade for my uh, the Galvatron components that I have that are remaining, right, right. like the head, yep. the the cannon. Uh, I'm trading those to somebody for a Earthrise Megatron head in cannon. Nice. So I'm doing a doing a swap. Basically, what that allows me to do is it allows me to basically it allows me to do almost the same thing with like the cannon. I, I would use them for my Ultimus Prime, which is basically just a fancy version of it's it's Ultra Magnus without the armor but I custom painted part of him and to have the completed figure <laughs> to, to have the completed figure, I need a fusion cannon <laughs> because my original design for him was he had a fusion cannon. Right. Right. And I've been trying to get my hands on one, but I don't want to like spend anything just to get a fusion cannon. <laughs> yeah. And I'd put in the, uh, the, the discord for all spark. And I was like, Hey, if anybody wants to trade, I have Galvatron components. I need Megatron components. And then somebody was like, Hey, I need the, uh, Galvatron components. If you want to trade, I have the Megatron components. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it's li- literally just shipping. Sweet. That's so cool. I'm like, yes, I love it when that, those kind of deals work out because it's like, Absolutely. okay, art swap. Yep. Um, Absolutely. But I bought a, a paint pen with very fine tip. Okay. So that I can do detail work on this custom Megatron. Nice. And one of the things like I was, uh, I was messing around with it last week. I, I spray painted a, cause I didn't want to spray paint and overspray on the figure again. Cause it creates a nightmare, not only in the, overspray but in the fact that i might hit something i already painted <laughs> yeah yeah and, you need something for details and it sounds like you found it yeah so so i found i found the paint pen which is black which will help me outline and make things kind of pop like kind of break up some of the purple without actually like taking away from the purple and right, right. and so that's that's black but i spray painted a paintbrush and just kept it wet and i could actually keep uh, touching up sections of the figure that didn't get all of the paint that I was trying to get on there, which actually cool. helped greatly. <laughs> so, uh. so he's, he's getting closer to being done. I, I just, one of those things like, you know, I I'm hoping to have it done sooner than later, but I'm not trying to rush it either. All right. This is like I said before in this episode, folks, we are recording this Monday, May 9th, 2022. You should set yourself a goal. Now, I know this is a very, very steep goal to set yourself, but you know, you want to have it done by your birthday? Oh, yeah. Set that I goal. You know I mean? that. <laughs> well, right. But I'm saying, like, you know, it, I would have said this to you a month ago if you'd said this to me, but like, you know, set the goal of, I want to have it done by this date and just keep going until you get it finished. Yeah. And I'm pretty happy with how it's looking so far. Yeah. Yeah. Steve releases, um, updates on the website detailing his, uh, in written form and, and in image form detailing his, his process. And it's been an interesting process so far, seeing how the, the changes of parts can create a new figure, new thing than what it was. You know what I mean? Like that's the greatest thing about customization is, you know, you can do almost anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then once I get him done, then I got to transform him. 
Uh oh. Yeah. Which that I'm not that worried about. It's it, it doesn't have to be perfect. What is his alt mode again? He turns to a hover tank. Okay. Okay. You so should be fine. Essentially, well, essentially what I've decided is like a lot of it's not going to really it, it's more of a he lays down and then I combine the legs and then there's certain other aspects that I have to move, but for the most part, he doesn't really transform. <laughs> Oh, so you're making a non-transforming transformer. Oh. No, he transforms. Right, but, but he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 more of a half transform. Yeah. Yeah. So, but honestly, I don't care. <laughs> and somebody was like so I was talking to somebody on Twitter uh cuz we were we were discussing it earlier today and uh we were talking about how Hasbro's doing a lot of comic based figures at this right. point in time. And they, they were like, Hey, um, you know, people don't realize what the prospect of the new impactor variant, you know, from the comic, you know, it says comic universe, you know, partially, you know, and it says implies that the figure being made opens up the doors to comics characters from IDW, Marvel, UK, us, and getting more new toys. I said, if that's the case, I want an official one of these. <laughs> and then I posted the, the, the collage of the images that I have yeah. uh, for this thing. And then uh, I was sure to tag Hasbro Transformers <laughs> and all the hashtags. And, and I says, all they'd have to do is remold using, you know, then I, I basically laid it out for them. You know, it's a remold of, you know, just using Kingdom Beast Megatron's head, a lot of recycled bits from, you know, Galvatron and a little, little remolding, then a Legends Combiner Wars Shockwave for the cannon, and then you're all set. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then some uh, one of the guys was like, uh, uh, basically, why why get it if you know if, if you have a custom one? Yeah. And and I and uh, he's like, I know I'm just messing with you, but he would love new Beast Wars figures. And, you know, why have an official when you have it customized? Because I want both. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, and I know they can't. It's not going to detract that. from it. Like, I have my own custom Grimlock, and that's not even, you know, the same aesthetic as what they have for the, the current one that's out with, you know, the Worlds Combine or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you're customizing it to your specifications of Dawn of Future Past Megatron. That's your. That's what you want, and that's your ultimate goal for your customized figure. Mm-hmm. Now, will Hasbro see that and say, "Oh, okay, we'll do it." Like they may say, oh, okay, we'll do it. Or, oh, okay, here it is. But it's, uh, if you get the right person from the product team intrigued though. (laughs) True. Which we do have a beast wars, beast machines person on the. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what I was about to say off air. I don't want to say that on air. Anyway, uh, Anything else for Transformers this time around? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right, folks. Next time, uh, next time, and the time after that. So the next two episodes are going to be Origins. I have finally rounded out the trans. Actually, sort of rounded out the Transmissions crew. We started with Daryl. We went to Charles. Next episode is going to be Doctor Pants. After that, it'll be Jeremy, and then. All as I have to do then is get producer Mike or their buddy Mike who runs their Empire of Rust Transformers role-playing audio podcast. So the Transmissions crew is almost done in their all things Transformers Origins. And then like I've been saying, this summer we're going to hopefully do 2007 to Bumblebee. So Are we doing them in the original release order? Oh, yes, because my my thing is the reason why we have to do them in the original release order is because Bumblebee is a tipping point. Bumblebee is the bridge from what was to what is going to be to what is going to be. Yes. So I know technically Bumblebee is a it's a prequel sort of, but it'll work because it's the start of something new. Hopefully. And like I said at the beginning of this, when I was 
grab when I was grabbing audio for the Dr. Pants episode of all things Transformers Origins, I watched up until Bumblebee scans that that concept in in the tunnel and man, let me tell you, I'm not trying to spoil my thoughts for later in the summer, but the opening to that movie still gives me chills. And then I realized, oh crap, there's Bernie Mac. He isn't with us anymore. Fuck, I have to turn this off before I start crying. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't turn it off right then and there because the audio I needed was past that point. But let me tell you something, son. A driver don't pick the car. The car picked the driver. It's a mystical bond between man and machine. Son, I'm a lot of things. A lot is not one of them. Mm. Especially not in front of my mammy. That's my mammy. Hey, mammy! Oh, don't be like that. If I had a rock, I'd bust your head, bitch. Tell me, she deaf, you know? <laughs> but over here, every piece of car a man might want or need. This ain't bad. This one's got racing stripes. Yeah, it got racing yeah, what the, what the heck is this? I don't know nothing about this car. Whatever he says, you know what I mean. Anyway, take us out of here before I fumble this up anymore. Before you fumble it up. Yes, we need a Transformers football game. That's what we need. The seeds of the future lie buried in the past. In your ass. <laughs> Big butt? How do you feel? In a word, prime. But not for long. No, this has been but a temporary delay. <laughs> I wish to speak to my lawyer. <laughs>